0: for your great grace for your love wherewith you have loved us we worship you and magnify your name oh god we glorify your name oh god we thank you jesus that we can run to the cross that we can run to the cross we give you praise tonight in the precious name of jesus thank the lord god bless you it's so good to be able to be with you tonight we're looking into the word of the lord and uh, and as we do, I want to. I just want to. I just want to give God praise that we're able to to look to Him this week of all weeks. How appropriate that this week would be the week that we face perhaps our greatest uh, test in modern times regarding uh, both the uh, matter of sickness and the matter of economic challenges. And, and so many, so many things that are affecting people right now. But our eyes are turned to the cross of Jesus Christ. And so we give God praise for that. And we want to look to the word of the Lord for our strength and for the ability to find our hope. And uh, this week is going to be a great week. I do want to announce that Friday night and Saturday night We're going to be having a special uh, live stream uh, services leading up to Resurrection Sunday and then, of course, on Sunday morning at uh, 10.30 a.m., our normal uh, time. So Friday night, Good Friday night, 7 o'clock, Saturday night, 7 o'clock, and Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. You're not going to want to miss it. We're going to have a great time all weekend long and some very special things are going to be happening during that time. I do want to uh, ask you for the Good Friday service. Uh, be prepared to yourself, your family, uh, whatever your situation may be, to be in your living room or, or wherever you'll be observing. And uh, take a selfie of your family and send it to us. And uh, let, us, let us see you with your Bible open on Good Friday night and uh, just enjoying together as a, a church body. Uh, we'd love to see everybody. And so we'd just, we just like to collect that and gather that together. And uh, it's, it's a, as challenging as this time has been. It's also been a, a time of, of just respite and a time of taking a step back, remembering again what things we are grateful for and remembering again that it is God who is faithful to us. And that we look to him for our strength and our song and our salvation amen i'm reading this evening from the gospel according to john chapter one and i just want to read a few verses of scripture in your hearing john chapter one and beginning with the first verse the word of the lord says this in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god the same was in the beginning with god all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. And I want to, I want to speak to you on the subject from darkness to light. From darkness to delight. Let's pray over the word of the Lord, okay? Thank you. God bless you. Lord, we love you. We thank you for this opportunity that we have to open the word of life and to share with one another the beautiful and sacred words that you gave as a guide to our feet, as direction to our walk. I pray, Lord, that you would strengthen each and every person that that is Listening right now, I pray you will strengthen them whatever they may need and wherever they are. I pray, Lord, that your word would be life and light unto them. In Jesus' name, we ask for an anointing, Lord, upon the teaching of your word, and we give you glory. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. This concept of light shining in the darkness and the darkness comprehending it not. Another word for comprehending it here would would be even the word apprehending it. The darkness was unable to apprehend or to possess or to control or to comprehend the light. This, of course, is referring back to Genesis chapter 1, where the Bible talks about the very beginning. The scripture says, in the beginning, God created the heavens, the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness, darkness was upon the face of the deep. Darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, and God said, Let there be light. And there was light. Hallelujah. John refers to that and says it this way, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him. Without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him, in the Word, that is God, in Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And that light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Darkness was upon the face of the deep. It was without form, the earth was. And it was void, void of all life. And it was covered with a blanket of darkness. Until the Spirit of God began to move upon the face of those waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And the darkness was not able to control the light. Darkness was not able to apprehend the light. Darkness was not able to possess it or even comprehend it, there just simply was light. On this week, we are celebrating the life of Jesus Christ that culminated in His crucifixion, and in His burial, and in His resurrection. This week, it's a holy week, but Can you imagine being our Lord and Savior on this week, a human being? He was God manifest in the flesh, but he was a human being and we see the struggle that he had in the Garden of Gethsemane where he wrestled with the understanding that that he was going to be laying down his life. He said, no man taketh my life from me. I lay it down willingly. I'm laying down my life. He had done no wrong. He had committed no sin. He was not guilty of a transgression. But oh, the love of God led him to that place where he would lay down his life for us and on our behalf. And so this week for him, you think we have it tough. He had a really difficult week that was leading to the culmination of the plan and the purpose and the providence of God where he would fulfill the law and finish the work of redemption that required the sacrifice, the total and complete sacrifice of the spotless lamb who is Jesus Christ. And when they brought him into this, into this place of crucifixion called Calvary, and they, of course, proceeded to, to not only crucify him, but the ridicule that led up to it, it was utter and complete darkness. It was so dark that on the moment and at the moment that, He breathed his last breath and said, Into thy hands I commend my spirit. When he said, It is finished. And the work of Jesus was accomplished upon the cross. Jesus Christ commending himself into the hands of the Father. The Bible said that there was darkness that came at the sixth hour. And it lasted until about the ninth hour and that darkness covered the earth. Darkness, just as it was in Genesis chapter one darkness. There was darkness from the sixth to the ninth hour. And the earth did quake. And, and there was a, there was a severe darkness and the veil in the temple did rent from the top to the bottom. Because the mighty God of heaven who was manifest in the flesh had been crucified and the work of redemption was accomplished. There was darkness. It was the most beautiful moment. You got to understand that. It was the most beautiful moment. Because now the blood had been shed. The lamb had been crucified. The work of redemption that was needed had been done. It didn't seem like a great moment because everything went completely dark. It didn't seem like a great moment because there was only one disciple that walked with him to the the foot of the cross. John, the beloved, the revelator. John, the disciple whom Jesus loved. All the others had scattered and scrambled. It didn't seem like a great moment because the veil in the temple had rent from the top to the bottom. That was a big deal. That was not something that anybody understood and, and, and realized the significance of. Their, their, their routine had been disrupted. Their pattern had been broken down. The, what they had used for worship was, was irreparably altered. The way they understood how to connect to God was changed in a moment. Darkness. Darkness. In Genesis chapter 1, the darkness did not last forever because the Spirit of God moved. And we ought to thank God for the moving of the Spirit of the Lord. And I know, I know that you as well as I have felt the moving of the Spirit of God over these last few weeks. It's hard to believe this is like the the fourth Wednesday or so that we've been Before you in in a live stream only setting like the 4th or 5th Wednesday. And yet the Spirit of God has moved. He's moved in our midst. Hallelujah. The church is the body of Christ. And, And we love to gather together. And we will gather together. We're going to come together and and forsake not the assembling of ourselves together. But even when we can't do it, the Spirit of God draws us together. Oh, bless His name. And moves among us in a mighty and in a powerful way. The darkness did not last forever in Genesis chapter 1. The Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And when the Spirit began to move, it made a for which the word of God could travel. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And the darkness wasn't able to control it. The darkness wasn't able to apprehend it or comprehend it. And I want you to know that the darkness that existed at the time of Jesus' crucifixion, that darkness didn't last forever. We know, hallelujah, That he was crucified. That was necessary to wash our sins away. We know that he was buried. That was necessary. We know, ladies and gentlemen, that he didn't stay in the grave. But that he rose up from the grave. We've got a full week to celebrate this. And you know what I think is wonderful? This year, more than other years, we're going to be celebrating The resurrection of Jesus Christ, which is the fulcrum upon which the whole gospel moves in people's lives. It is the hope of the church. It's why we have hope. This precious gospel of Jesus Christ. Oh, bless his holy name. And, and, and so we're going to be talking about it tonight and Friday and Saturday and Sunday. And, and I want you to understand, ladies and gentlemen, that when the darkness fell from the 6th to the ninth hour, and not only a natural darkness, but can you imagine the emotional darkness? This word darkness that, that was found in John 1 and, and found in the text's, of the gospel writers concerning the crucifixion of Jesus. It had to do with a darkness, a shade, a gloominess. And there is an emotional darkness that that also set in. Because they were hoping he would just overthrow the Roman government. And institute a natural kingdom right then and there. They... They would understand later, but they had forgotten in that moment of such traumatic upheaval that his kingdom was a spiritual kingdom. That his kingdom wasn't about a coup. It wasn't about overthrowing governments. It was about the kingdom of God being within us. And they were fearful in that moment. They scattered in that moment. The darkness fell, and they were affected by the darkness that fell. They worried and they wondered and they wondered and they scattered, and it was a terrifying experience. But the darkness didn't last forever because. Thank God Almighty, upon the first day of the week, Jesus rose from the dead just like he said he was going to do. He said, destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. And he was speaking of his body. He was describing the fact that they would crucify him, but he would rise up from the grave. Oh, hallelujah. That's something to shout about, that death could not hold him. That sin had no authority over him. Hallelujah. That the grave could not hold him. He took the keys of death, hell, and the grave. And has all power. Oh, bless his holy name. All power. Thank you, Jesus. I want you to know that the darkness didn't last. That the light of creation illuminated the world. Driving out the darkness. And in the message of Calvary, the light of His resurrection illuminated the world, driving back the darkness. Now in the message of creation, He he called the light day. And He actually made a place for the darkness in the earth and called the darkness night. It had a place in this world because it was going to teach us something. He said that he said that the day the light will have a name the light will be called day and the darkness will have a name the darkness will be called night because there is day and night in this world where we're living there is both light and darkness in this world there is both flesh and spirit there is both good and evil in this world where we live and so God allowed that visual to exist so that we could understand, and, and, there, and it goes so much deeper. We could go on and on about what God was trying to teach us about day and night, but what we know about the new heaven and the new earth and the new Jerusalem is that it is one eternal day and there shall be no night there. Oh, hallelujah! Oh, hallelujah! Oh, I glory to God. If you were here, we'd be shouting together. So you might as well go ahead and shout right now. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We're going to have a good time this week, magnifying God in the midst of this storm, magnifying God in the midst of this turmoil. It may be dark right now. It may be dark right now. We've gone through some dark days. Every day a new list of names emerge as needing prayer. We have... Names of people in our church, family members. We're grateful to God that he delivered Sister uh, Carrie Kane, who is the Aunt to uh, Brother Joshua Flynn, the daughter of Sister Janet Kuhn, a pastor's wife. We're thankful she contracted coronavirus. We're thankful God has already delivered her from it. She's recovering in Jesus' name. We give God the praise for that. We give God the praise for that. Hallelujah. We're praying for Brother Darren Parnell's father, Sister Kim Heath's brother, in Jesus' name, that God would heal him right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Sister Portia Ward's mother, in the name of Jesus Christ, God would heal her right now in Jesus' name. We have many friends and and people who are special to us beloved by us who are struggling with it we pray the healing power of god upon them i know it's dark right now there are names emerging from from all corners of our nation and world of people that we know and have fellowship with and are friends with who are suffering from this sickness and it may be dark right now but the darkness isn't going to last because the light is driving back the darkness hallelujah, the light is driving back the darkness and the light is shining so beautifully and the darkness cannot control the light. The darkness cannot apprehend the light. The darkness can't stop the light. And Jesus told us that we are the light, the light of the world. Jesus told us that that light is to be inside of us and it's to shine forth. Hallelujah. You aren't, listen, you aren't just another individual in this world. You are a chosen generation. You are a holy nation. You are a royal priesthood. And yes, you are a peculiar people. Don't forget who you are. He said that you should show forth the praises of him who brought you out of darkness into this marvelous light. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm going to give him praise right now. I'm going to give him praise right now. I'm going to magnify his name right now. I'm going to lift him up right now because he brought me out of darkness. He lifted me up out of a pit. He brought me out of despair. He brought me out of fear. He brought me out of darkness and into this marvelous light. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God, glory to God. I can see you shouting right now. I can see you dancing right now. I can see you magnifying God right now because you've got that testimony too. That the Lord lifted you. That the Lord delivered you. That the Lord brought you out, hallelujah, from a miry clay and set you up upon a rock to stay. He brought you from darkness to light. It's time to let the light shine. Let the light shine in this darkness. The darkness can't control this light. The darkness can't comprehend this light. The darkness can't possess it. The darkness can't imprison it. The darkness can't apprehend the light that God puts into his people. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 60 and verse number 1 said, Arise and shine. For thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. That's where we are. Darkness is covering the earth, and gross darkness, gross darkness. That means a lot of darkness is covering the people darkness of, of physical sickness darkness of spiritual fear darkness of economic problems darkness gross darkness is covering the people hallelujah but the Lord shall arise upon thee and his glory shall be seen upon thee hallelujah hallelujah Glory to God. We're coming out of this in Jesus' name. Listen, the church has prayed. The church has called upon the name of the Lord, their God. And he has heard our cry. And we're coming out of this in Jesus' name. We're going to step up out of this just like he stepped up out of the tomb. And let his light shine. Glory to God. Arise. Hallelujah. Arise from your fear. Arise from your sadness, arise from your doubt, arise and shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the people, and gross darkness shall cover the people, but the Lord shall arise upon thee and his glory shall be seen upon the. You know what we're going to do for the next several days? We're going to give God the glory. We are going to magnify his name. You know, on Friday, we're going to, isn't that something? We're going to celebrate that the Lord laid down his life for us. Who, Who can say that? We're not mourning his death. That day was dark. That day was full of of fear and full of scattering and shadows and and desperation. Now you fast forward 2,000 some years and here we are thanking God for that day. Because of what it actually meant and what the devil meant for evil, God turned it for the good. And I want you to know today that this darkness that has come upon this earth It's going to do immeasurably more good than what the enemy could have ever brought in terms of evil. Oh, bless his name. Glory to God. It's going to be the most unusual resurrection Sunday that you or I have ever experienced. But God is going to receive glory, the likes of which he has not received from this generation. And we're going to magnify his name and we're going to go tell it on the mountain and shout it from the rooftops. Hallelujah. Come on, lift up your hands and praise him with me right now. Hallelujah. If he's been good to you, go ahead and praise him in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, I feel the presence of the Lord. I'm so thankful for his goodness. I'm so thankful for his love. I'm so thankful for his light. Aren't you thankful today? Aren't you more thankful now than what you were before this thing started? Aren't you more grateful for the little things you used to take for granted? That's because the darkness made you realize how special the light is. Somehow we used to put a bushel over our light. We used to to take a bushel and put it over our light. Oh, but the light is shining now. Take the bushel off. Take off whatever reservations you had. Take off whatever you used to hide the light of God in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah glory to the name of Jesus come on remove the bushel and let the glory of the Lord shine forth in your life hallelujah arise and shine for thy light is come glory to God come on lift your hands in your your place of worship right now I love it that your home is your sanctuary one of our good friends brother Tuttle from Vider, Texas, said it this way. He said, we used to call it the living room. Now we call it the sanctuary. I love that. Come on, turn that, turn that living room into a sanctuary of praise. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in the firmament of His power. Praise Him for His mighty acts. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Praise Him. Lift up your hands and praise the Lord. He who has done such a mighty work in you, praise His name. Worship Him and bring Him the sacrifices of praise. Hallelujah. The darkness is lifting. The darkness is lifting. The darkness is lifting and the light is shining forth. Oh, I love you, Jesus. Come on, lift up your hands and praise Him right now. Come on, we're going to start this week off, this holy week, with a high praise unto the Lord. Come on, go ahead and do it right now. We're going to sing. Sing with us and praise Him. Come on, praise Him, church. That's it. Praise Him, church. Lift your voice and let let it rise out of your home. Let it rise beyond the roof of your house and into the heavens. There's nothing that can stop this praise from reaching God. Come on, go ahead and praise Him. Hallelujah. Go ahead and lift high the name of Jesus. Lift high the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, do it right now in the name of the Lord. In Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for your word right now. And I thank you for your people. That are gathered together, Lord. Spiritually speaking, we are gathered together. Magnifying your name, worshiping you. And we give you all the praise and all the glory. Hallelujah. Lord, we give you all the praise and all the glory. Lord, let healing flow. Let healing flow to the sick right now. And let joy flow to those who are cast down. And Lord, let strength flow to those who are weak. Oh, we give you praise, oh God, and we magnify your name, the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. We're going to sing praises unto the Lord in dismissal tonight, just all over this city. Lift up your hands unto God and give him praise. Hallelujah.